Welcome, everybody, to episode 33 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. This is part two of our spring 2017 anime first impressions. Um, my name is Jeff. I'm here with the full group today. It's uh, Logan. Yo. Carlos. What's up, everyone? And JD. Hi, Jeff. Hi, other people <laughs> who have polarizing opinions other than my own. <laughs> I think you're the one with the polarizing opinions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think I am in the minority on that eh, one. You're good for the podcast. <laughs> That's why we keep you around. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. The only reason. Appreciate it. The only reason. It's the only reason because I because I differ. You guys. Yeah, I you're am also good. You are beautiful. You're, you're also good for drinking. That's true. I we learned you this. Are, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is our uh, yeah. this is our second impressions podcast. Yeah, we we round out the rest of, of the shows that we watched. Um, you know, so if you didn't catch one of the shows that you were looking forward to hearing about on our last podcast, uh, hopefully it's on here. Um, I, there's very few shows this season that I don't think we're giving impressions on. So um, we're not uh, impressioning upon the priest show. for good reason or love rice unfortunately or love rice Mm. or or the can't cover them all yeah a lot of shorts so hopefully you find what you're looking for and uh yeah let us know yeah yeah and uh enjoy (laughs) see you soon thanks guys thanks for listening We are live from, once again, four different parts of the world. I can't even say country because of JD. Hemisphere. Continent. Hemisphere. North America. Continent. Mm. All true. All true facts. Four different parts of the continent, just as we always are. However, one of us is now in a different Yes, you're in the state I grew up in. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The Lone Star State of texas lots of crazy stuff goes on here in texas i saw my first uh like texas person at walmart the the first night i got here so let me let me guess Um, 300 pound plus non-white texan beating someone else up at walmart no No? ah was i close (laughs) he was he was actually very thin he was a white guy but he had a lot of like really scruffy beard going on with the cowboy hat, and like I guess he must be maybe this is like what an Austin Texan looks like because I've never seen. <laughs> Wait, Austin's pretty Austin. hipstery. 
Yeah. Was he was he was he blonde? No. No. Ah, we were so close to the perfect ideal of the Japanese the Japanese ideal of Americans. <laughs> he wasn't so close. He was he had dark hair. Um and he did had his wife had big boobs and was she blonde? Uh or did, was he alone? Did he have I don't remember a what his wife looked pack like. of Lone Starlight? <laughs> I think he did. And I think he had now um, the stereotypical he, Texan. <laughs> he was looking. He was looking at Blu-rays, and he. I don't remember what Blu-rays he was looking at, but there were various like stereotypical Western, like Texan <laughs> type stuff. So, uh, it would better be even funnier if you'd said he was looking at anime. Oh, he was totally looking at the Naruto Blu-rays. It's like, oh well, man, they all right, Naruto Blu-rays. Unless it's the movie, they don't. I don't know. So, I'm just talking out my ass. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually spoke to my brother <laughs> for. About 30 minutes today over Boruto. He was giving me... I, hmm. I was kind of picking his brain because he's a big fan and kind of giving me a different perspective to look at the show. And it was it was good. It's good to hear a different opinion than just... Because it's, it's supposed... You're supposed to look at it from a slice of life at this point. So as soon as I started thinking yeah. about it that way, I went, oh, okay, that kind of makes more sense. Still doesn't make up for a lot of the flaws, but... Uh, it definitely makes it seem like a better show immediately. Yeah. Um we probably we probably should give Boruto a little more of a chance, I guess. I mean, it is it, it's kind of unfair in one way because it's like we we judge a lot of these shows, you know, based on their the season. You know, we can't we can't say like, "Oh, Boruto sucks now, but it's got another 100 episodes to get better." <laughs> you know, that's kind of like well, unfair to judge it that way. That's the point of the first impression, too. though, is that we have to judge it by what we've seen. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's not it's it's not that we're saying it's going to be like the whole thing's bad already. It's just thus far we're not impressed, or we are impressed, or well, what and, have and you. And you never right. know; the show could be axed after twelve episodes. You never right. know what could happen. So, or the or the studio could die, gangsta. E- exactly. <laughs> can only you can only go by. What its predecessor did and what you expect this to do and what it hasn't or has done so far. Mm. So, Well, uh, going straight into that, uh, we actually have a third season for you to pick apart or build up, question uh, mark? Yeah, Katie? so it's uh, Kyokai no Rine, season three, uh, Rumiko Takiha- Takahashi, kind of a greatest hits show, essentially. Um, good mixture of, of everything. It's not her best work by any means, but the show still looks good. No. The show still looks good. The comedy's still there. Um, not breaking any new grounds, that's for sure. If, you, if you're familiar with the first couple seasons, uh, it focuses on kind of the, the afterlife, and uh, the there's t- two main characters and then the cast of rambunctious group of friends that end up meeting. Um, the girl can see uh, ghosts and, and people have moved on, and she ends up befriending a Shinigami who's broke and always poor, and that's kind of his joke. Uh, nothing's changed to the show. It's still that same kind of level that the first two had, which is good. Uh, I'm hoping something develops more into the show. Uh, I'm not really expecting too much because it's a it's a Takahashi show, so who knows yeah. how long it's gonna take. <laughs> it, it's 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 very stylistic of hers for nothing to really happen except for Masani Koku. Yeah, that's like the only so. one. But even then, that took 96 yeah. episodes. <laughs> Uh, I saw a, uh, a thing on the internet where they were talking about how Rene was uh, like Noragami light, and that one made me laugh because a, com- a comedic eh, kind of version, like broke, yeah. 
Yeah, like a like broke spiritual being befriends human girl. Yeah, it's got so. its light little romance hints uh, every once in a while. Um, the latest episode was was pretty funny. I quite enjoyed that. Introduced a new character, which seems to will be kind of the new one for the season. That that always seems to happen uh, in Takahashi shows. Yeah, that's like that's a Takahashi yeah, special. So at, yeah, like the yeah, love so interest. At least at least um, new characters being introduced kind of breathes some sort of new life into it kind of keep it going so i'm i'm it's okay it's not groundbreaking by any means still but that's yeah, all right if you're if you're in i think if you're into comedy you'll you'll enjoy the show for sure yeah if you liked anything takahashi did i'm sure you're gonna love renee season yeah. three guess what i just did what'd you do i made an anonymous noise <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Super boo. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, that was terrible. Jeff, that was so that was so Cut, good. That's it. That's where the that was where the podcast ends. We're done. How many episodes are we in? Cut. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, let's finish this up. <laughs> I guess uh we'll segue into the next show on the list, which is uh, anonymous noise. <laughs> uh which is a show none of us picked, but uh since I had uh, a free week on uh, Anime Strike, and I think that's actually lapsed over into a month now that I've paid for, um, I decided to go ahead and give it a try and see what I thought. And it's the story about a girl named, I want to say, she goes, people call her different stuff all the time. It's like Nino or Alice. Or some other oh, name. Oh, yeah, I saw that on, on my anime list. That like she go, I haven't seen the show, but I've seen that she goes by a bunch of different names. I'm like, well, yeah. that's going to get confusing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and uh, she's, I, I've watched three episodes. I think there's a fourth one out now. But um, she seems to have had two uh, you know, childhood friends that both left her at separate times. Um, and she's kind of now reuniting with them in high school. And it's a music band show. Um, so the first episode starts off with her singing on the beach, just saying la 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 over and over again. Um, you really hit those high notes hard. I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, at the like uh, school orientation or whatever, the uh, band club plays on the stage and the guitarist turns out to be one of those childhood friends and she chases him down and mm. they have a, you know, touching reunion, but he seems to want nothing to do with her, but he really likes her. It's that kind of thing. It's great. Not great. Um, Which I is it? have frankly been very unimpressed with okay. the show. Um, I, the music, oh, is, I chose wisely. Yeah. The music is not for me <laughs> at all. Um, it's kind of, I don't want to say harder rock, but it's not. It's not kind of like. Uh, it's not fun music, in my opinion. Um, definitely more serious. Um, the characters are okay. It looks good. I like the the character designs a lot. Um, but overall, my experience with the show uh, through the the first three episodes has been just very meh. Like honestly, I would just go watch Fuka if I was going to watch a, a musical band show. No, you want to watch hmm. Beck over this one. No, yeah, well, a better one. Nana, is it Nana one maybe. too? Um, so that's my thoughts on it. 
not great, but I think there is some stuff for people to like there if they like music and bands and stuff. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's um. I don't know that that one's getting much uh much press this season either. I I had. I bet it has really a higher rating than Laughing Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> I know um probably right. What do you call it? An- uh, anonymous noise the manga uh, is pretty popular. So maybe it's one of those ones that just didn't translate well. I feel like I would probably like it better in manga form. Yeah. Hmm. Anonymous noise. Like like one of the big things that like really turned me off is so they the singer of the band or whatever like runs off for their second performance um and so they have to grab Alice or you know or whatever her name is to be their singer and just as the performance is about to start she has like this total freak out and just like starts grabbing her head and like screaming into the mic uh like the lyrics of the song it was just very jarring and off-putting hmm. and the tone did they explain why apparently it's something that she does when she thinks about this childhood friend that left her or whatever <laughs> okay yeah so <laughs> so is yeah. it that they haven't gotten into the romance element of the show yet, or just it's not they're not pulling it off very well? Um, they, I mean, they're not pulling it off very well. Um, okay. I feel no attachment to any of the characters. Um, and I mean, the things you know have been said, like you know who likes who and stuff like that. But yeah, it just feels all rote, very just done before, and stuff you can find done better elsewhere. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, move on from that. This was one that uh, Logan, you and me apparently are are watching. Yes. Uh, I'm watching it on. A- <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I said I said the name of a legit site. I promise. Yeah. Um, but I'm watching, watching it on it on, a legit site. on that legit site that I I've mentioned. Uh, I won't mention it again. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, because I am watching it on that legit site, I haven't been able to watch the last two episodes um, because uh, I, they don't I, I know have there's subtitles. An- I know, I know there's a new new one. Mm, then I haven't been able to watch uh, three. But but I, I caught up uh, okay. until then. I'll, I can I'll watch everything through the tomorrow. second episode. But uh, yeah. All right. This is uh, Arm Girls Machiavellianism, uh, which is one of the shows I was debating on grabbing myself. Uh, it's the story of uh, a young man. Uh, I believe his name is Fudo. Fudo Nomura. Sounds right. Yeah, and Nomura. He likes yeah, the accent he, on the front of his name. Yeah, the, the accent on the no. I'm like, all right, well, uh, I'm studying Japanese. I'm not there yet. I don't know how to do accents. Uh, but uh, you just got to sound like you're doing he... your Kabuki warrior or something. <laughs> no, Muda. <There> go. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh, but he he's uh, kind of, I guess, a delinquent. Uh, he His main thing, he always says it is he likes uh, freedom and quiet. Yes. <laughs> and um, he, he gets into this huge fight as, at his old school. He's expelled. Um, and they send him to the school where there are five girls who are allowed to carry swords and correct the, uh, the delinquents who come in, uh, because it used to be an all girl school. Uh, but when they let boys in, the girls are all afraid of them. And I'm like, well, that's not really the boy's fault now, is it? But because of that, the, these, uh, that was it? The five holy swords, uh, yeah, something uh like that. or five supreme, supreme, supreme five swords. Okay, yeah. They, they form up and now it's like um like that was a while ago so this is like a thing they passed down is there's always five girls with swords who are allowed to essentially whip boys asses until they are emasculated because all the boys at the school wear makeup wear makeup and do their hair like girls 
Um, and Nomura comments nice. that, you know, uh, that they've all <laughs> lost or they've all lost their fangs, so to speak. And so he's going one by one through these girls, not on purpose. He doesn't like, he doesn't seek really want to fight them. He wants yeah, they seek him out. Yeah. That's, that's his thing. But he, now he's seeking them out at, at like at the point where I'm at. I'm not sure if I don't remember if this was in the second episode or not, but they announced that there's like a, a slip boys can yeah. boys can get to leave the campus. Yep, the first but they need all five of the, the sword girl stamps uh, in order to be able to leave. And so far in episode, I want to say I last episode I watched was four. Uh, he has two mm-hmm. and he's working on the third. So in 12 episodes, I believe he can he he'll be able to do it. So I'm kind of excited for that uh the story is uh fraught with i guess cliche um but it's funny yeah it's done so well. if you like <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's good for a laugh for yeah sure. it really is good for, for a laugh i i thought it was going to be more like prison school so i guess in this way it's kind of prison school light ish yeah uh, okay so but you know they're not in a prison some would say um, school is a prison that's <laughs> some would say that prison. <laughs> dark yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh uh yeah so it's it's about what you would expect from a story with that or from an anime with that storyline and i will say that uh in the in an upcoming post from uh a certain podcast one of the cutest characters for me comes from this show Mm, i won't tell you though interesting yes i'll have to go check that out because uh yeah, you could I'm you could see it. You're, I'm, I'm, you're, I'm <laughs> contemplating uh, uh, putting one of them in there. Um, it, she probably won't make it, so I'll tell you who my favorite girl. You know, so far I've only met, I've met them all. You need to rename it just favorite favorite or cutest girl. Favorite or cutest girl. Yeah, yeah. you need you need, to, you need you need to be more specific about your lists, Mister. I don't put guys Look, as cute. I, there, there's <laughs> another option on that. I list I went and I looked at um I looked at that post today and uh, it's the first time ever that the three of us all agree on the oh we do cutest um, it's, character it's insa- yeah yeah don't don't say it but it it is the first time we've ever <laughs> all been unanimous in in our agreement and yeah, so i don't think anyone else is watching that show unfortunately but uh <laughs> but, back to the show we are talking about um my favorite girl is the the first girl that he goes up against. I think she's she's really cute. Same. Once you, once you I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah. Once you get like you know, once you you know, uh, this is really bad, but unmask her and you know get to know her a little bit. Um, she's really cute. Well, that's what's interesting about her is is okay. So this character, her name is uh, Rin Oniga Onigawara. Yeah, so yeah. I guess spoilers. Um, <laughs> she. You when you see her in the past, she she's wearing this like full oni mask. Mm-hmm. And but when we meet her in the present, when she meets uh, Nomura, uh, like she's got mask. like yeah, it's just like over the eyes. So and then you find out that there's only one girl who's ever beaten the five. Or, oh, okay, well I just spoiled it. <laughs> eh, only one person who's beaten the, the five supreme swords, and it was a girl. But you know that to begin with, yeah. and they call her the Empress. So she's allowed to do whatever the shit she wants. Just like she like beats up on people, goes wherever she pleases, says whatever she wants, and it's hinted. Uh, that her and Nomura know each other, so I'm yes. excited to see where that goes to. Yes, yeah. I want to see a good. I want to get see a good delinquent fight. Uh, that would be pretty good. That, that'll be the. That's gonna be how the well. Jeff's that. in Texas. He the might be able to see yeah. one for himself. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of delinquents, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I went, I went to school in that state. I know what it's like. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll be going out to happy hour tomorrow in Austin, so maybe I'll have a story for you guys. Uh, well, I mean, there's a yeah. Well, University of Texas schools uh, schools getting out, so maybe you won't see so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, Arm Girls Machiavellianism looks really good. Um, not the greatest, uh, but the art style is fun. I like the character designs a lot. And it has some good fight scenes. I don't know what you thought of the the fights so far, Carlos. Yeah. No, they've um, been pretty great. <laughs> they have some ridiculous fighting styles, made up moves and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if you saw the most one of the more recent episodes. No, you said you only watched up to two. Yeah, I saw but, I saw the first girl and then the the two juniors. I mean, we we have we get we get fighting. Uh, he gets scratched up quite a bit. He, he doesn't does. die with like by scratched up. I mean, with swords. So. Uh, but in in one of the more recent ones, he sumo wrestles sumo wrestles a bear, which I thought was fun. Uh, good old fashioned <laughs> oh, Ichijo stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. It's it's a fun show. Uh, I would recommend it for sure. For sure, it uh, definitely surprised me because I don't know the art for it doesn't scream. You, you could see it on Anime Striker. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, legit. <laughs> legit, 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 legit. Uh, next up on the list is yours, JD. Yeah, so I didn't pick this, but it's it's a show that's been going on for quite some time. It's Natsume Yujinsho Roku, or Natsume's Book of Friends Season 6. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... So, f- for those that aren't familiar with Natsume's Book of Friends, it's about uh, a kid, young young man, high school, can see... Throughout his whole life, he's been able to see, whether it be apparitions or uh, yokai, ghosts... Um, whatever you want to call him, and his grandmother uh, also had that ability, and she created the Book of Friends, where she will, whether it's gamble their gamble her life to get their name, she'll write them in the book, and then she has control over them. Um, in the first few seasons, we see Natsume give the names back, kind of a mission, helps Yokai out. Uh, battles his own demons in personal life, his trouble with making friends, trouble acclimating to constantly moving around, uh, preventing himself looking crazy. So now we're at this point, 50 plus episodes later, season six. Um, it's a very mellow show. It's still that way. The mood hasn't changed. My issue is not so much that the show's bad. It's just at this point with how many episodes we've seen, Honestly, I can't remember the last time I've seen the Book of Friends. <laughs> I can't remember the last time he's had some sort of inner conflict. I haven't seen it in this season yet, other than him going through just his daily life and encountering a new yokai at some point, or doing something. It's Honestly, I'm, really, I'm kind of disappointed with the way this season has started. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just I want something more at this point. I want I want to know we're 50 plus episodes in and we still don't know much about his grandmother, why she made the book, who she really was, why she acted the way she we 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 still know so very little about her. They could have a whole season on her. Maybe Natsumi finishes the book, maybe he starts his own books, just something. I want something more out of the show at this point. But this show Some kind of closure. This show is at its core like a very episodic show, isn't it? Yeah, but even in the even in the first couple seasons, it felt like it was going somewhere. It felt like there was still a mission because he it so, was even written as such. So I want to give the I want to give the names back. I want to right. 
I want to do something with the yokai. Uh, and and it's it just seems like the show has has gotten away from that original mission. Hmm. Does that make sense to yeah, anyone? That's, it does. It yeah. makes sense. It sounds to me immediately. I mean, maybe this is being cynical, but it sounds like they're not touching on those plot points because they know they're not going to they're going to have to run away from the episodic nature of the, of the show and actually start with something like a different storyline or a different plot point or something. And they, they right now they like what they've got with just the yokai of the week. Yeah, it really is that. And it, it's good for what it is, but for what it could be, for what the fir- what, what grasped me in those first couple seasons, those first 20 episodes, it just seems like it's not doing that anymore. It's, it's just your episodic. I feel, I feel like if some, if I were to recommend the show, I could say, watch the first season and then you can just watch whatever you want epi- after that. And you, you won't, you won't miss a thing. You might miss a character mm. here and there, but truly you won't, you won't be lost at all. So if you're if you if you want to jump into Natsume's Book of Friends, maybe watch the first couple episodes and then you you might be fine at this point, honestly. Just jump in into mm. season six. It's really no problem. <laughs> it's a complete opposite of uh, ghost stories where they use the book in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Next one I'm excited about. This oh, is God. Uh, oh. my, one of my picks. Yeah, I'm that's actually yours for this yeah, one. Uh <laughs> Aero Manga Sensei, um, which is uh, it's on Crunchyroll. Um, I've seen I think four episodes of it so far. It's the story of this guy who um, has a what's Izumi. What? Yeah, Izumi. Yeah, what's the term well, for Masamune Izumi? Marriage? Yeah, he's got a stepsister. stepsister. Yeah, there we go. Um, who won't come did out you of seriously forgot how to say stepsister? I did. I, uh, I was like, <laughs> half sister? No, that's by blood. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Izumi won't come out of a room uh, because of some event that they're happened. Both, they're, they're both named Izumi. Uh, it's Masamune and, and oh, his sister is uh, Sagari. Yeah, yeah Sagari. Yeah. <clears throat> All the Masamunes. Yeah, Sagari won't come out of her room because of some event that happened. Um, and it's kind of like the, the story of uh, her brother who is this light novel artist, uh, finds out that she is the one doing illustrations for Light him. novel author. Light novel, yes, I said artist and I author. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's doing the, the illustrations for him under the pen name Aero Manga Sensei. Um, and uh, we get to meet some other characters like Elf Yamada. And uh, there's the one of my favorite characters, one of my cutest characters of the season, uh, Tomoe, the uh, bookstore girl. And, uh, <laughs> Masamune's uh, friend. Yeah, we haven't gotten to see much of uh, Tomoe, but she was sad. No. She was cute. He's sad. I'm we sure. got a little uh, of the uh, Megami. Yeah, Megami, yeah, Megami. The, the, the class representative or whatever. She yeah. uh, she likes dicks or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought <sighs> I swore they were gonna backpedal on that. I swore they were gonna be like, oh, there's like here's a clever Japanese wordplay. No, that's what she said, and that's what she meant. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see the like pictures. Not even, <laughs> can't wait. Not even beating around the bush anymore. They're just beating <laughs> on the bush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this show, I mean, especially seeing the art and knowing the style and everything, it's uh, it's Emo all over again, um, and you can see. This guy is a genius when it comes to like making 
lovable waifu level characters, I think. Um, and we haven't even been really introduced to a couple of the characters that they show in the intro. Um, but already Alfie Amata is like super cute. Um, Sagiri is cute. Uh, it's, it's a, it's definitely an interesting take too. Cause like, you know, with Oriimo, uh, the story, I mean, arguably, uh, outside of the incest whole, part, uh, yeah. Incest part, Thank <laughs> you. uh, was, was arguably about, about a brother trying to help his sister, like accept her own like likes right. and acclimate into like acclimate both of her both parts of herself into society whereas this one's kind of the same thing a brother trying to help a sister but this time break out of her shell yeah. uh cuz she's already you know cool with what she likes but she's not cool with you know being in normal society which are good so, they're good like i mean those are really good messages for the fans of shows like this so I, yeah. it's no surprise i think that it's resonated but why why and, do, and, why does the author have this obsession with the whole brother sister pushing the boundaries thing because doesn't that say take away the very from least, the message being sent at the very least with this one it's his stepsister <laughs> which i can accept because they were they weren't step siblings for very long like and and that that thing that happened, I'm pretty sure both the parents, the parents died. died. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so essentially, and they've been but honestly like, brother and sister for like a year, yeah, maybe two, a year and a half. Yeah, two years. So, I, like, I I feel like you know, there's definitely a bond in him wanting to get close to her. But mm-hmm. as of this point in the show, I don't feel like it's anything more than a familial bond that he is. I don't know. Knowing the author, he's going to mm-hmm. write it or emo. Yeah. I, yeah. Or she. Is it here or she? I can't remember. Benefit of the doubt. Sagiri so, clearly, like, she wants she wants to jump his bone, I think. I mean, she's <laughs> like, she's ready. <laughs> she She's ready for, uh, you know, to get married to the to the guy. So, and that's exactly what happened with our emo. So. Oh, yeah, they banged. And it's funny, too, because. <laughs> they banged oh, hard. Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> they very clearly did. Um, but. Just like, uh, unlike in that one, though, I actually really do like Sagiri. Uh, she's not my favorite because uh, Elf Yamada is just great. She plays the piano nude, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, but is Sagiri is, is a really piano? cute character. And, <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't think that that was an option. So now I'm going to have to go back and try to watch Nodami piano Cantabile, at 30 years old. I was very shocked that they wore clothes most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. One, one day we'll live in a world where <laughs> where people play uh, instruments in front of like orchestra orchestras full of just nude people. No, 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 no. I'm no, sure no, you can violin, find that. No, no, the orchestra's fine. They got to have clothes on. Just the single piano player has oh, got to okay, be nude. That's normal, right? <laughs> I didn't realize what the etiquette was. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What were or you they saying? They just now? have the tie with the tail that goes around their back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so disturbing. <laughs> To think about <laughs> Jeff, you were saying so um, before we keep going on this. <laughs> no, you're 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 definitely you have a point in the sense that um, Kirino was a, was a total bitch. I mean, bitch. she yeah. was she was not Sundari. She was a bitch. Um, yeah. Sagiri is is very cute, quiet, um, timid. Um, uh, as far as what her character type is, I'm not entirely sure on that. But um, yeah, she's. Yeah. She's your super quiet, shy, cute, um, you know, blush at everything 
character. So, um, yeah, she's she's great. Like the the art that's already come out of her is fantastic, and I love. Have you been watching like Keeping Up or what? Do you continuously watch like the OP and ED? Because the ED for that one, I love. I watch the ED. Like I I never watch EDs, but I watch the ED for that one just to watch her dance. Isn't it great? It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I think I got a screenshot. I'm, I'll have to share that with you guys of, of when she does the like the hand up in the air. Yeah. Like I have a screenshot of that. And I, that's uh, my screensaver on my uh, laptop right now. <laughs> yeah. It's um, really good. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. I it's, like the show. It's, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. I will. And it looks I will really reserve good judgment too. on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's not. It's not. It's you not you, my man, style. You. Yeah. I hope he goes a different way with it, though. I do like if if Sagiri and Ma- and Masamune get together, fine, whatever. <laughs> I hope he goes a different way. I really do hope he goes a different way. Yeah, we have that would even, really um, be stagnant. We haven't huh? even met this Muramasa Senju girl who um, looks an awful lot like a short-haired Kuroneko. So I'm excited to meet her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I, I see her in the the little list too. Yeah. Well, Eventually. I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah. (laughs) okay guys this next one is uh well mine i think it's gonna be it's jeff's show but i think it's gonna be more oh boy yeah yeah (laughs) this is my show and i i have enough to say you know a very brief first impression um we watched the first episode of this together in uh, seattle and i haven't watched another one since then because it's uh an anime strike show. Um, and I was not impressed by the first episode at all. So I certainly haven't been eager to go out of my way to watch this, uh, on any, you know, sites. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, this is uh, Sakurata reset, um, melodrama, you know, the show, uh, from, <laughs> from what I'm seeing here, like info dump melodrama, like very hard to follow craziness um yeah it's super convoluted that first episode <laughs> yeah uh i i didn't really get what was happening i i you know i did but at the same time i'm like why do we keep jumping or why do we jump why do we keep jumping resetting uh, resettle yeah well, <laughs> well i mean not just that but like like plot points like the plot points just move so incredibly quickly i'm like do you have are they trying to tell an entire manga's worth of story in 12 episodes like a, like an eight volume and twelve no, it's episodes. Gonna be, it's going to make be sense 20, why they're past pace so fast. Wow, yeah, it's a, I think pace? it's a twenty-four yeah. episode show. Well, uh, let's go ahead and give people uh, the synopsis. Uh, we have a a town. I watched the first you want, episode. You want me to give, so what I got give, from it? Give it, it we I can give it. I, please okay. do. Yeah, so basically, it. it focuses on this this town that gives people powers. Uh, however. The, the quirk is, not to be confused with another show, is the uh, <laughs> the powers are essentially useless. They're nothing special. Such as our main male character, I think his name's Kai, uh, he can remember things really well. And, yeah, that's his, that's his superpower, his memory. Um, and then he's introduced by one of his classmates, this really emotionally, emotionless, reserved girl named Haruki? Yeah. Or Haruka? Haruki. 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 Uh, And she has the ability to reset time uh, to three days. So she constantly goes, (laughs) reset So his memory actually isn't affected by 
resetting. So because he still remembers everything previously. So this whole first episode is an info dump of explaining the rules, the two characters, uh, how they're going to interact with each other, how they're going to use each other's powers together to change something, something, Hooray, something exposition. from happening. It's a lot of exposition with basically no scene changes. It's just a lot of talking. That's all it is. It's um, definitely introduced the potential for some interesting stuff. I mean, interesting in a very dark way of. Um, you know what can happen because this girl who resets has basically her mentally blocked out something right right and you find you find out in the first few episodes um kind of what caused her to set these rules for her own power and and the other the other trick to this is if you leave the town you end up forgetting you even have the power so there's a lot right. of mystery and intrigue behind the show. It's a very interesting concept. It has promise, but the execution is incredibly dull and boring. At least in my opinion, yeah. I, I have. It's a very. It's for a very niche audience for sure. Well, see, it seems like with with the way they were delivering exposition, and, and JD, you can help me out with this because uh, you've been watching the series uh, Monogatari recently. Yes, I have. Like Monogatari has quite a bit of quite a bit of dialogue and exposition too, but the way they do it is so much more so interesting than the way this does it. Go more into that explanation with another show we're going to talk about later because that's that that is a great example of comparing how to uh, make dialogue and exposition interesting, especially in today's yeah, anime. I mean, and. I agree that it's hard. I mean, uh, as someone who's going through school and, and looking at a lot of, of literary stuff, I mean, granted, this is, doesn't to have a lot to do with film, but, you know, writing that way that makes, you know, explaining stuff interesting because a lot of times at that part of, of the story, it gets kind of dull. So you kind of got to throw something in there, maybe some actions happening or but it's it's hard to do. But there's definitely a, a really good like a good ways to do it and bad ways to do it. And this is one of Probably one of the well, worst ways to do it. The, I, ish, I the issue I'm having with the show isn't so much the exposition and how it's portrayed. It's just the plot that's going on and how the plot's being unfolded. That's the dull part. So if, you're, if your source is boring, on top of this presentation, the show's going to be inherently boring for most people. Well, I, I guess I like for for me, it just comes from an episode one standpoint. Like I, I didn't care about it, like from episode one, like the fact that you're farther. I'm ahead five is, episodes in. I'm five you, episodes you, in now, and what what ends up happening right. in the second and third episode is they have a a time skip because one of these one of these characters die upon this one of their resets, and it's time time skips a couple of years and now. They're uh, they're in this club because the this government agency watches over the town. So Kei and Haruki join a club to basically work for the government where the government can use their powers to kind of their for their own reasons. So it basically becomes a club show where the teacher goes, hey, I got an assignment for you. Here you go. And thus it becomes episodic immediately. And you can imagine then that every episode is an info dump of exposition on why they're do why they're given this case. They're breaking it down, but it's not so. It's not a detective show or a mystery at that point. It's just, hi, introduce new character. What's your problem? Oh, uh, I lost a cat. That's one episode. Hmm. We need to find my cat. It died. Okay, reset. Then they're just going around asking a couple people what happened to this cat. And 
then things happen to, you know, for people that want it want to watch the show. Maybe it sounds in- intriguing, interesting to me personally. This is one of this is a heavy disappointment to the season, especially for because there's not a lot of unique original anime that are coming out in the spring season. So I, I, yeah. I'm not going to watch the show anymore after five episodes. I'm very uninterested. I don't care what's happening anymore. Uh, Jeff, you got you got a long ride ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be watching it. And it, it, the concept is interesting, and it, it is a huge disappointment from the standpoint of what it could have been. Um, we've seen a show like this before, and I'm really struggling to think of the name of it. Um, it's not Black Butler because the, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, Black Butler's <laughs> amazing. So it's definitely not that. I disagree. Uh, no, I will. I will say the end I, of episode four was really good. If the if the okay. show would do more of that, then it could pull me back. But when four four well, it, it also when has four out of five. Yeah, it's got some time. When four out of five out of mm. the, out of those episodes, on, and only the end of episode four was interesting to me. It's not doing its job. No, it's a failure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. Like you got you got you got two cores ahead of you, Jeff. <laughs> so uh, let us know that. <laughs> it's okay. I got I got it's Boruto on my side, but uh that's looking up already since the impression. <laughs> right on. Uh all right, well let's uh let's move on. I'm kind of shocked to find out I'm the only one watching this, and again I'm watching this on cough, 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 because I'm not doing that again. Uh legit site. <laughs> Um, this is uh, Grimoire of Zero. Uh, it's a story of, well, it's a fantasy story. Um, I won't read you the whole synopsis. Essentially, uh, we have this. I think he's a young man, or maybe no. He's, he's yeah, he's got to be a young man. His name is Yohei, and he Yohei is a beastkin, and beastkins are uh, people who were born from two humans and are, I guess, anthropomorphically human, uh, but they have like the you know, uh, looks of, uh, some kind of animal. There's multiple kinds. He's like, kind of like a Siberian tiger. So he's got all the strength and agility and all that stuff. But, you know, he speaks like a human. Um, he essentially was born from humans and this comes from some kind of, um, uh, like magical spell, like way back in the day, which is who are fighting with each other or like whatever we're making these beastkin. So now, it's kind of like in human DNA now that you can make a beastkin. Huh. Um, okay. And he hunts, he hunts witches because witches. Oh, hunt it's him this show. Okay. I because, know. Okay. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard good things because witches, witches try and take the heads of beastkin because uh, there is some kind of ritual that makes them more powerful. So he hunts them and gets money from villagers because, you know, villagers are not terribly trusting of beastkin, but they hate witches more. Uh, because uh, in this world, they have a whole like church thing going on. So the church is, you know, going after witches really hard. Um, and you get the the whole, um, you know, not all witches are bad. And humanity is kind of pushed because like witches don't consider that or aren't technically human. I guess they're another species. They haven't really gone into that. But um, uh, humanity is kind of pushed like the witch race into a corner and so a lot of them are lashing out and wiping out whole villages and so it's a whole you know fighting thing but you know there have been really good witches and from this yohei meets uh zero when he's being hunted by one witch um and zero is a super old witch uh, but she looks 
like a young girl because it's enemy. <laughs> um, Zero has her own magic uh, that doesn't require the 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 spell circle pentagram dealy, um, and so this makes her super powerful. So she's essentially what's his name Ed from Full Metal Alchemist. Um, Elric. Elric, Elric, that's right. Edward, Edward, Edward. yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, so she's she's traveling with him because a book of hers was stolen. The book, uh, the Grimoire of Zero, um, which uh, lays out the ability to uh, use her type of magic. And along the way, uh, they meet Albus, who is a young witch, um, a male witch, I wizard. See, well, they see they call him a I witch, know. though. Yeah, maybe <laughs> in this fantasy world, uh, there is no wizard term. No, yeah, no idea. So he's a young witch, uh, male witch, wizard, whatever. Uh, who well, technically a warlock? Who, just not to get technical. I, warlock <laughs> in D anD D is something completely <laughs> different, though. So if we're breaking this down, let's break it. No, I'm just joking. Let's not do that on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but he he knows some of Zero's abilities, and so uh, Zero and Yohei find out through him that there is a I don't know like a like a gathering of witches who are being taught from the grimoire well it turns out that the grimoire has the power to destroy the of course it does so she wants it back (laughs) because she's a recluse uh who doesn't want the planet to die because then she'd die too and she's promised yohei that if he helps her she'll return him to his human form so uh so far they've traveled mm, they they uh they traveled to a village where they were hunted or after like getting there because uh, of bias and you find out there was a an older witch um, who was kind to the people but uh, because of superstition she was burned at the stake for spreading the plague even though it was rats um, uh, we've also gone to a city where uh, Yohei's fought another beastkin so we're moving steadily but like we haven't really gotten to that that point in the season yet, I think, unless there probably is a new episode out, uh, but I've been busy, um, where, you know, we find out who our, I guess, main bad guy is going to be. I don't really know who that's going to be or if there's going to be one or if we're ever going to see the book in this season or if it's going to be multiple. But based on what we have so far, I'm loving the show. I really love the magical combat. I love Yohei's fights. Uh, I love the story. It's a it's a fantasy. A lot of people say they want just straight up fantasy in anime. Here you go. This is an this is a fantasy. No one's trapped in this world. Everyone's from this world. Sounds more so, interesting than Chain it, Chain Chronicle, which is what we got last season. Yep, definitely. Oh, the right, 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 right. Well, yeah, it no, sounds like there's one, you know an, uh, you know actually a really good conflict and um, you know yeah. some some stuff going on, some direction. So. And you really, you really feel for Yohei too, because uh, you see him, you see little flashbacks of his life in in his old village, and uh, I, I, there was, you find out that uh, they there was a group of I don't know when like either they were bandits trying to get the head his head for money or witches trying to get his head for power, and they uh, they were killing off like members of his village, and I won't I won't spoil for you like what he does about it but it's pretty fucking amazing so yeah check out grimoire of zero on anime strike or you know legitimate site of your choosing because it's pretty great it's worth a watch okay 
the next one we have on here is uh, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon Sword Oratoria, which is the sequel, or I should say spin-off yeah. um, of the original I wouldn't season. even call it that. Um, yeah. Yeah, because... So, it's like a parallel. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's parallel. a parallel. So coming into the show, I, I wasn't sure what to expect because it follows Eyes Wallenstein. Wallenstein. Um, mm. Wallenstein. <laughs> the, the blonde, <laughs> super strong swordswoman. Um, and we weren't sure if this was going to be like a prequel telling like, you know, her story from her beginning um, or what. But it pretty much it does start a little before the beginning or I guess probably about the same time as the beginning of the, the first season. And we just kind of get to see things from her perspective, um, which is really interesting. Mm. It really kind of helps flesh out the story. It's, it's well, not even not her perspective from her. Yeah. I, yeah. Actually, yeah. I would, I would argue she's not even the main character of her. Own yeah, season. no, she's not. It's, yeah. it's what's her name? The, the uh, elf the, girl Lefia. or whatever. Uh, Le- 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 Lefia. Lefia. Yeah. Lefia. Lefia. Yeah. And it's, um, it's kind of disappointing in my opinion. A little bit. A because little I was bit. I'm just like if I wanted more of this season, I'd buy it from Sentai Filmworks. And I do I do want to buy it from Sentai Filmworks, but it's it's expensive. So, give me give me some time, guys. But I got it right behind me here. <laughs> I just I can't I can't fathom why they do this. Yeah. Like we know what she was doing vaguely. We don't need every little bit of what she was doing. Yeah. And we don't really need this new character. I mean, she's cute, but eh. she's like, she's, I keep calling her female Belle because she's all about uh, eyes and follows him around like a puppy dog or follows you, her around like you, a puppy dog. Do you mean so, female, another Hestia? Uh, I guess Belle to, uh, okay, never yeah, I get Belle. your reference yeah. now. Well, you, Belle season eyes. one ended like on a, on a cliffhanger. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. So, yeah, and so oh, we okay, get this. So, um, here's, I'm enjoying it. Here's my thoughts. Because, but, you wouldn't ex- I, I wouldn't expect myself to have enjoyed the first season as much as I did because it's very hmm. it's very trope ridden uh, but the fantasy the action it's all there anyways um, this season is interesting being the fact that we don't get a lot of anime from a different perspective in, in running parallel to another season so what 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 I'm grasping here is, and I thought I think it's very interesting because my problems with the first season was there was so many mysteries surrounding why were the why 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 did because they, they they hinted at it throughout the season of why did the minotaur why was this high level minotaur uh, on the lower levels why why mm-hmm. well no that that one that one wasn't so much a mystery they actually do talk about that in the in the tavern right in and the you, first you could season over, that, but Bell was, was overhearing fault. it so you only heard what Bell did. Uh, or heard one when he was in there. So uh, and then 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 there's then there then there's the uh, the, the, the the monster festival. festival. Like how did they break out? Why that was the big one? Uh, yeah. And leading up to that first cliff, first season cliffhanger. What what ca- what is causing all of these mo- pieces moving behind the scenes? And what we're getting through Isa's perspective, or in this case, focusing on Lafia. Uh, I I I goggling eyes all the time is is <laughs> is eyes experiencing these events from the guild that is close to these pieces moving because they're they're the guild that's that's first and first front and center to all these events happening. Yeah, the Loki. The familiar. Loki familiar. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, 
So I'm 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 yeah, definitely was, enjoying the that. correlation and all these pieces being solved. And it's all mm-hmm. all all of what they couldn't do in the first season because it's based off a light novel, filling in all these gaps. And this was this is a very interesting way to do it. Yeah, it still has a lot a lot of issues. Like why why do we have to have Lafia there? Maybe it's just you know, like you said, it's a female Bell, not really caring for her at all. I find her very irritating. Mm-mm. Um, the late, the, the third episode, she kind of had a redemption. So maybe we'll see some change there, uh, for the forthcoming episodes. Maybe we'll start seeing some more bell now. Cause that, the, when they cross, yeah. that'll start happening. So I'm, I'm expecting the season to pick up for sure. And a lot more fight scenes. They're still great. I'm enjoying it. See, I, I do like the fact that we're getting that, that like a little bit of the mystery. Like we know now, we now know who released uh, uh, the, the monsters yeah. during the festival and all that stuff. We don't really still know why, but these are things that honestly we could have found out in a second season with a little bit of like, here's a flashback, like during the villain reveal or during like something like that. Now, don't get me wrong. This I I do. I'm going to keep watching it. I am enjoying it well enough, but I do think that it could have been done in a second season. Like all this explanation, like a lot of it yeah. could be done in a second. I season. I just hope they start focusing more on eyes and what seems to be going on with her, because there does seem to be something, you know, that's potentially bugging her or weighing her down that we don't necessarily see that at all in the, the first season. So right. more focus on eyes would be great. My, uh, my yeah, theory of why they went this direction is they're they're Instead of doing what attack on Titan did waiting so many years for the manga to get ahead, the source material, I think they're letting the source material get ahead and they purposely left things out so they could do something like this to keep the fans interested in the franchise. Hmm. Which, is a, which, in my opinion, is a good, is a good way to keep us keep us going with it. Yeah, especially for for those of us not following the is it a it's light a li- no- it's a light novel manga? the, man- the light manga novel. came out after the anime, I believe. Hmm. No, there you go. Well, uh, let's move on to the next one, which uh, is uh, actually Yours. yeah, this was mine. Was it my second or third pick? I can't recall. Uh, this is. Love Tyrant or Rene Bocoon. Uh it's a very quick paced comedy. Um about a a guy in high school named Seiji Aino. Uh he he is uh, greeted one day at his door by what he thinks is a Shinigami named Guri. Well it turns out Guri is actually a Cupid. And she wields the kiss note, which is a lot like the death note. Where you write two people's name in and put an X between them and bam, instant couple. And she illustrates this by 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 pairing up the president and the like, the leader of Congress. I thought it was the prime minister. Yeah, was leader. it the prime minister? I don't, yeah. I don't know what they're called. The, essentially, two high high government officials. She pairs them up and bam, they're kissing on television. And oh, by the way, they're both men. <laughs> so I believe she, they call her, her hobby. Diet apparently, in Japan? is making. Yeah, diet, diet, yeah. something like that. Uh, but her her hobby is making same sex couples out of like <laughs> peop, anybody, like especially. Look, doesn't matter if they're willing or not, or if they're even interested in men. She'll just make them couples. 
there's some yeah there's some funny beats with that i'm sure that offends some people but there's yeah. like the, the whole police officer and delinquent or oh no, god the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, otaku guy <laughs> yeah it, he like the stalker and the and the, the cop she pairs yeah, them together yeah. oh god oh my god it's so good but uh um, we we go to school because uh, in the beginning we find out that she has to pair him with somebody because she accidentally wrote his name she meant to write somebody else but she didn't write the second person's name and because of this uh if he doesn't find a partner within like that day uh he's going to be a virgin for the rest of his life or some nonsense like that and he dies i think i think no, no, he, he just dies? never finds love yeah. again i thought that's what i read no oh no, no it was sure it he was he, yeah something something like that but uh he he finds the girl that he's interested in at school and it's uh akane who is my favorite character from this yeah, series uh and it turns out akane is also interested in seiji which her say seiji seiji uh which hooray that means they can get <laughs> paired up but it turns out akane is a huge hondere and she carries two like big ass knives in her uh, on her person at all times uh so akane and and him get paired but guri also pairs himself herself with him with them and yeah. because because of that because she's an angel and they're paired with her they're both immortal so akane could stab him at will <laughs> which gets pretty great that does sound really um, funny <laughs> that's pretty good uh on top of that we meet yuzu who's uh who's uh this is all first episode by the way so again extremely fast-paced comedy oh wow uh yuzu is Akane's half sister, stepsister, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. And she is extremely into Akane. So she gets in on being a couple with all of them. So it's like a four person harem couple thing going on. Uh, but she, she's and, not interested at first, seemingly, in the guy and no. uh, Seiji at all. She's it, only doing it to be with uh, with Akane. It's definitely a harem, but a ha- and a harem with, like, I guess kind of murder more coarse <laughs> yeah well, with murder with 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 more okay, like episode i believe it was four i watched last uh gets kind of tortury surprising yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. but it's the the the, the comedy is a lot more uh obscene than normal uh harems uh and again very fast paced the the animation is flip-flops a lot they they spend a lot of time in like these crazy chibi or weird forms uh but if you can keep up with it it's it's pretty damn funny i always find myself laughing so i mean there is a little sister character too <laughs> so, oh, <Sundari>. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw <laughs> i didn't think she was gonna like it anyway meowth if you're listening <laughs> I saw she was watching it, and she's like, "Oh, there's a sister character." Dropped it like hot rock. I'm like, "All right, well, yeah. uh, Godspeed." <laughs> I thought it was funny, but um, there's a there's there's quite a bit to like in the show, especially if you're into comedies or or harems. Not and dairy. if you're into harems, you're probably into comedy. Yeah. So, yep, good stuff, good stuff. Oh, and disturbing angels. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, oh my uh, god, Corley. Yeah, Corley, <laughs> the, the dog, the, the angel who's no, he's a cat. Oh, is that but a cat? He, he embodies the he embodies Seiji's cat. But, it looks uh, like a pug. Yeah, it, it's got it's got the face of a human when he goes into the cat and the body of a cat. So it's very disturbing looking. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> L- love Tyra. You're if you if you like any of that stuff, please watch it. It's hilarious. And tell us what you think. 
I was thinking of the dog from Ghost Stories. That's uh, oh, <laughs> what that's, are you looking what, at? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you kids are stupid. <laughs> um, okay, this next one is yours, JD. Oh boy, I can't. Uh, Very exciting stuff. Oh my god! So it's uh, I can't remember which pick it was, but it was definitely one of my five. Uh, Boku mm-hmm. no Hero Academia season two, My Hero Academia season two, which is the best shonen show I've seen in a long time. Um, leaves off right where the the first season ended. Uh, continues now the 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 school is having a essentially the Olympic Games by using their powers, and there's there's a point system involved. Uh, so it's a big tournament arc. Um, which besides Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho, I can't remember an anime with a tournament tournament arc that is going for an ending. Dragon Ball. Um, yeah, Dragon oh yeah, Ball. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball was, even was before that, those. Uh, food Wars. Dragon Ball was before those. <laughs> well, food Wars. Uh I guess it's tournament technically. But anyways, it's yeah. definitely a tournament. Um. Yeah. All right. So since Food Wars, uh, but I would I would put My yeah, Hero Academia yeah. way above Food Wars, with with action, um. Uh, even Midor- so, our main character Midoriya uh, inherited a power from crazy superhero guy named All Might, who in the English dub is also voiced by Zoro, Zoro from One Piece. So, haha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and basically, Midoriya's goal is to to win this tournament, and the first the first goal is a race. In which Midori is trying to hide his powers, basically. Everyone's trying to... seems every single character is trying to have an ace up their sleeve. You know, use it later in the in the later rounds. Just get to the... And there's a there, there's an elimination point to each round. So that, that creates a sense of suspension in each one. Uh, the second one is kind of this capture the flag team-based thing where you hold... Where three people hold a teammate onto their shoulders. Or it doesn't have to be three. Just... Someone has to be on the shoulders with a headband, and you try and take their headband. And each, depending on how they finished in the first round in that race, is how many points they have. So more suspense again, because mm. then if your headband's stolen, you lose all of your previous points you earned, and therefore out. It's done really well. It's done. It doesn't drag at all. It's really fast paced, and it really creates a good shonen environment. I cannot recommend the show enough for anyone that wants action, shonen, uh, a character to root for. Logan, what are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, I'm really liking it as well. Um, I should say that for the first season, I really did not like that show um, until the end of the season because I felt that it dragged and I was kind of worried coming into uh, this tournament arc that it was going to kind of drag and just, you know, um, slowly get us into this tournament arc, but they really do kind of just dive in, which is nice. I, I did appreciate that. Um, I was curious to see how Midoriya was going to utilize his power in these events because honestly, he has no real control over it. Mm-hmm. A little bit more now, um, but to see how he kind of <laughs> navigates things has been interesting and fun. Um, I think the the new characters that they've introduced um, are fun as well. Oh, they're uh, great! Real scumbags. Um, in my opinion, little cocky bastards. 
Um, so it was nice to see, you know, a couple of those guys get knocked down, but I'm interested to see more. I was also worried with all these new characters that they were introducing um, that we were going to get like character fatigue and there'd be too many people to focus on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some there's, there's another, the necessary there's definitely time. another show we're going to talk about yeah. soon with, with what seemingly is character fatigue, but I, I, I don't know. It seems hmm. like the introductions, uh, they just go, Oh, this is, this is this guy kind of look out for him. You don't really need to know his name, who he is, what he does until an event happens. Then you go, Oh, who was that again? And they kind of, they kind of go yeah. into it right then and there for you to care mm-hmm. about that character, at least in that moment in time. Yeah. So that was that was great. Uh, my favorite character of season two so far is Engineer Girl, Mai. Yes. She's great. Oh, Her lines are amazing. Great. She's great. She's oh pretty my fantastic. God. The, 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 greatest, the greatest line, sequence of lines by her was when she, when, when that uh, team team capture the flag moment goes, she, she goes up to Midoriya, I'm going to use your fame to my advantage. <laughs> Let's be on a team together. Will you use my babies? Will you will you have my babies with you? <laughs> like yeah, something along yeah. those lines. She refers to all of her uh, all of her equipment that she makes. As oh, babies, it's great, which is pretty great. It makes uh makes Ochako uh, a little jealous. Yeah, it's yeah. So great. you're even getting like a love triangle uh, there for whatever reason, <laughs> or at least some sort yeah. of jealousy beginning. It's 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 quite enjoyable. Uh, I I I. It is definitely yeah. the hardest show this season for me to watch week to week. I can see that, yeah. Because you just, I just, I just uh, well, I'm a sucker for shonen, and I just have to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think this is that. So. That's definitely a case where, in the case of Attack on Titan, it's been so long. It's like, yeah, I can wait another week, whatever. But <laughs> I, I, it's true. In in my Hero Academia sense, every episode I just need more, which it says a lot. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. After watching or after binge watching the first season, I I haven't been watching this season because I want to binge watch the second one too. I don't want to have <laughs> to watch it's it. A week, it's, week a, week. it's a good choice. It's a it's so tempting binge. though, just hearing yeah. about it that I'm like, no, I'm gonna go yeah. back and watch well, it now. The good, the, good, the good thing is that uh, the capture the flag did end, so you could binge up to that point. Yes, <laughs> and there you go. This, this season is going to be uh, two seasons. Yeah. Oh, is it two core? Two core. Yeah. So twenty four episodes, twenty five episodes, something like that. Yeah, I, I can say just just from the first season, I'm excited and I'm I'm glad you guys are liking this because My Hero Academia has been one of the the, the better shonen I've ever seen. I and I used to like shonen a lot when I was younger, and but this one is is kind of bringing me back uh, to to loving <laughs> shonen. So I, I'm enjoying it for that reason. And the English else. dub is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. So, definitely high recommendation for me, and it sounds like others as well. So, go watch it. Uh, this next one is yours, Carlos. Uh, did I? Yeah, you know, I did. I did pick this one. This is my last peg. All right. Uh, this is uh, Sugumomo, uh, which I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to watch uh, on not quote unquote legit site, but you know, an actual legit site. <laughs> uh, but I did get to. It, it is on Crunchyroll now. Uh, it's the story of uh, another another story of a young guy, uh, Kazuya Kagami. Uh, Kazuya, uh, kind of like an average kid, yeah. uh, but uh, he has this uh, obi or like sash that uh, he keeps with him. That's from his mom, um, and it turns out that because uh, based on I guess some kind of Japanese religious thing, you know, where they believe everything has spirits in it. The spirit of his mom, Sash, Kiriha, uh, is actually a really powerful 
a spirit that can uh, help him uh, when all these other spirits attack him. Uh, and apparently, like she was tied in with her uh, with his mom. Uh, we we haven't really found out why yet. Uh, his mom used to fight evil spirits, but she did back in the day. Uh, and together, uh, <laughs> really, like I don't want to say nothing's happened. We're we're very slowly learning learning like why. Uh, what's her name? Kitty the the spirit of the sash has come out after all these years because for all these years she's been dormant. Uh, but for whatever reason, um, these evil spirits are like reawakening, and and so. And yeah, it seems like he's the reason why they are. Yeah, and um, so yeah, and, and they they've recently they they go to a, a temple, uh, where the water goddess who resides in the temple, uh, Kukuri, um, convinces them to help her purify, um, different spirits in the surrounding area. Uh, Kukuri is personified by a little girl because she's uh, under worshipped. Um, nobody's like, nobody knows where her shrine is or anything like that. Uh, and so I'm, I'm expecting that as the series goes on, cause when you first meet her, she like kind of buffs herself up. She makes herself look like a full grown woman with a mask on. Um, but I guess that was just like a, a front to, to like beat Kiriha and, and Kazuya into saying, yes, we will help you with this. Um, so I imagine she'll get stronger. And we'll again, little by little, we'll learn the the backstory uh, as to why uh, all these evil spirits are coming out, why Kiriha's back, and what Kazi is doing to cause all this stuff to happen. Um, the animation on it isn't the best I've ever seen. It kind of feels a little older. It like does it, have an older style to it. I think I agree. Yeah, with that. it feels like a like a well, I guess not a harem. Yeah, I guess an action here from like like from okay so the, the late the style, 90s yeah the style to me kind of like feels very kind of inuyasha-esque or even like renee um when i Takahashi. saw you know <laughs> yeah it reminds when me I of tenchi like kind of like tenchi okay. Muyo, just different character like the character the, the main character is nothing like tenchi yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> less funny i think tenchi was more funny than he than this guy is but uh it, it's also it also gets super etchy at some points. It does, which I appreciate. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, so if you're not into that, maybe this isn't for you. But if you yeah. like like the older look and kind of older style of, of – and by older, I mean 90s. So calm down. People who are like, oh, you mean like 70s? No, 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 no. I mean stuff that was around when I was little. 80s. Um, <laughs> when I, I – I was a baby in the 80s. Um, is a baby not little? <laughs> no, I was a big baby. I was jacked. <laughs> Don't look up pictures. Don't look up pictures. I was a jacked baby. I was doing push-ups instead of crawling. <laughs> I learned to bench before I learned to crawl. No. Um, <laughs> off topic. But yeah, so uh, it's 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 not it's not going to like blow your mind. It's definitely prop. Oh, okay, definitely, probably. That's not a thing. It's definitely not going to be my show of the season unless everything else comes way down. But I'm still going to enjoy it, and I think people yeah. who like this style of anime are going to enjoy it as well. So it's fun. It's fun. It's nothing special, but it's fun. Yeah. Yep. Enjoy. Indeed. Okay, uh, JD. 
Oh boy. That's this was uh, this was one pick that I had, and I'm really hyped for. I was really hyped for. It's uh, Adam the Beginning, which is essentially a prequel to Astro Boy. Um, hmm. It focuses on Doctor Tenma and his buddy. I guess he's not a doctor yet; he's in college. So uh, Tenma and his buddy Ochanamizu in college, and they're in a lab uh, coming up with a program to essentially give. Robots' emotions. And being mm. that it's whether it's Tezuka or Osawa writing for it, there's always some German aspect to it. And engineering's very high in the show, right off the bat. Uh, uh, some negatives is, uh, to throw out there immediately is it has an old style, as, can, as one can expect from a Tezuka work, uh, which throws a lot of people off immediately, probably Logan. <laughs> um, Probably. Yeah, but but who's naming names? Yeah, <laughs> uh, there there's little there's little quirks that you don't see in anime really at all, such as the two best friends like grabbing each other's noses. Uh, they they seem to okay. in the first couple episodes they 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 kind of overdo it. It seems, um, but if you have any friends, I don't know if you guys have friends, but uh, you know you might have you might nah, yeah, not yeah, really. no. You might have a cork. You might have a cork <laughs> or two with them. Like me and my buddy, uh, it could be something along, you know, pounding the fist and you know doing whatever a secret handshake. They just happen to grab each other's noses. Um, they hmm. do kind of overuse it. Uh, the other negative is I think a lot of people have an issue with how the characters are being developed. Uh, I do wish as well that there was there would be more development over Tenma and his friend Ochanamizu. But really the focus is on mm. is on the robot and the development of the robot, how it's going to you you know with an inkling of any Astro Boy knowledge that Astro Boy's around the corner. So the whole point is this prototype to make Astro Boy at some point down the line. And it focuses on this robot that they have deemed named Six, which I guess is the sixth iteration of the robot. And uh, okay. Ten was crazy. He's out of there. Ochanamizu is this uh, calm and collected guy. And then you have uh, another scientist who's in a wheelchair at the university who's who's this project prodigy. And uh, one episode I want to point out in particular, which I feel a lot of people aren't giving a lot of notice to, is... Uh, well, I would like to bring up the, the point of making exposition interesting. And that is mm. Tenma and Ochimizu have to present their lab work, which is this emotion program, as I'm deeming it. It has a German name uh, that I can't quite remember, but that's essentially what it stands for, is emotional program. Uh, they're presenting the program to him, and then Tenma goes off on a tangent of, like, he's put massive pistons and strength into the robot just to make it cool. <laughs> uh, so as, as they're, do. as the, you know, they, they have a lot of the other labs previously go over their presentations. And then when they get up there and they start making this PowerPoint presentation, essentially over the program, what it does, what it means to be human. Uh, you, you see this fight with six against this essentially assassin robot. And everything they're talking huh. about in the presentation is correlating to the fight. Such as they meant uh, Ochanamizu goes in, 
you got to have heart. You have to you have to be able to program this heart for uh to for it to think for itself and know what it needs to protect. In the, in this moment, you, it cuts to six protecting Ochanamizu's little sister from this assassin robot coming. He goes, "No, stay behind me. I have analyzed that the robot is after you and not me, so I will protect you." So that's a good example of huh. exposition being portrayed in an interesting way. And that episode was really strong. Now it f- was followed with an episode of essentially looking for a lost robot dog, which was very not interesting. <laughs> the point the point was to to showcase Six's uh, analytical skills of like breaking breaking down a a, a a series of problems into a simplified equation and finding where the dog was. Uh, and then a cool little action scene at the end, which was basically him jumping. But anyways, that episode was really boring. The previous episode was really good. The intro episode set everything up. So it's it's really kind of all over the place, but very interesting at the same time. Um, it's, a real, it's a real shame that it has a, a low rating on uh, my anime list and not a lot of people are watching it because of that kind of old factor and the fact it has that Astro Boy tag on it. I think this is actually a show, Jeff, you would be interested in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely. I mean, this was one of the ones I was more interested in starting out when you picked it, and um, you know, it it sounds like it's doing some things right. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I'll definitely give it a shot after Laughing Salesman. Yeah, I I, I do think <laughs> Laughing Salesman is is better as of right now. Laughing Salesman is a better show than Adam the Beginning, but Adam the the Beginning does have a lot of mystery uh, still in it to keep you intrigued mm-hmm. on what's going to happen going forward. Yeah. Yeah. There's some potential there. It sounds like to, to really, to really shine somewhere towards the end of the season. Alrighty. Indeed. So we, we've got a couple more here. Um, the next one was one of my picks. Uh, don't remember which number. I think it was like two or three. And that is, Psychono season two, or how to raise a boring girlfriend. Flat, I believe, is the the. Uh, the now, does flat describe one. the women's chest size? Uh, Not Utah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know flat is in. I don't know what the meaning is. It's like it's a musical the, thing, right? It's a musical right? flat. Oh, yeah. How um, nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Um, they uh, they start off the second season just like they did the first with a episode zero that was mainly fan service, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed uh, this time around more so. Like I enjoyed the first one, but it was kind of confusing. Yeah, because we didn't that. know anybody yet. <laughs> exactly. So now that we knew all the characters and stuff, it was fun to just see them kind of laying around and well, well it was fun just too. talking yeah because the, the the topic of conversation was how much they deserved the second season <laughs> yeah it was great it was like fourth wall breaking awesome. yeah good good stuff um so i thought it was a uh, a strong start to the second season and then they uh dive back into the uh the game creation aspect and the uh kind of the the relationships and the strains and everything that go into that um it's more of the same. It's great. Um, well, I've 
one of the one of the things that I noticed about this season, I mean, uh, they've they've already established the relationship, and and it's essentially a harem, and that most of the girls are interested romantically in in uh, the main character Aki. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, but well, eh, yeah, most of them. But mm-hmm. um, in this season, especially in the one of the more recent episodes I saw, I'm not sure if it was the most recent, but uh, they've uh, established a rival company that will be. Uh, creating their own uh, gal game uh, for release at the winter comicat. Yes, thank yep. you. Uh, and it's in the exact same genre. Now, <laughs> the other company is a much bigger, uh, what do you call it, circle? I guess yeah. they call them? Yeah, circles. Yeah. Um, and so the the worry now is that, like, even if, like, because he's, like, the Aki is, has assembled, like, a world-class uh, storyteller, like, author in Utaha, and like a an excellent artist in editing, um, what do you call it? I, I, I'm trying to think of what Megami does except be the main character. Uh, I think she's like the she's the manager, the production, yeah, the manager. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> though she does really get into kind of the creation aspect and of of, uh, of the game in this season. And they have a fantastic uh, sound well, musical producer in Michiru, but. Like, like they're they're because they're they're so new. They're like a, they're, none of them have ever done game development before. Uh, they're up against this powerhouse, and I forget what the circle's called. And who cares? Uh, and they have uh, the one they're they're going up against. Yeah, it's and Rouge and Rouge, Rouge and Rouge. Rogan. Thank you. Yeah, Rouge and Rouge. Uh, and they have they have Izumi, who's from the first season. She's an artist we meet in the first season. Um, Adorable. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. Um, so there is that. I mean, it's not. It's not just the like the game creation aspect. There, yeah. there is going There's to be a, a little bit of conflict in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, also, Utaha seems like I haven't seen the newest episode, but okay. Utaha seems to be. Uh, if you watched, um, uh, she wrote two stories for the game. Yes, and they they essentially put both stories into the game. And what I think happened, because uh, I haven't again haven't seen the newest episode, uh, is is she made uh, both of them. For for him to essentially pick through her stories which what she's girl she's or which girl she's more interested in, like is he interested in Megami because Megami comes out gotcha. in the in the in the uh, the story they she initially wrote, yeah. But in the next story, Megami is there, but more as a side character, and the, and the character she's the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wrote in a yeah. character that was more like herself. So, so I'm curious what he's going to choose and how that's going to affect the team dynamic. Yeah, there's a lot at stake and a lot in play, and uh, it's going to be really fun and interesting to see how it all plays out. It, it's way more. It's way more than I was expecting to to analyze from this from the second season of this show for <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, artistically, the show is on point. It's probably my favorite um, show artistically this season, um, both in animation and just the way that they uh play with colors and stuff the way they um, do the eyes especially for female characters is outstanding it is phenomenal yeah. um but yeah i can't speak you know high enough praise for the show uh it looks great and it's a lot of fun to watch so two thumbs up for me yep same here i uh, can't wait for more of it and i hope we get another season after this one i hope it doesn't Let's hog and eye us <laughs> it all depends on the source material i'm not sure how much uh source material there is for it so japan please please more <laughs> okay <laughs> here is our oh, last boy one. uh 
Yeah. I'll, let, I'll Which, let you guys talk and then I'll go off on my exposition about the show. And then we'll then we'll beat you down. No, it's it's I, I believe this I, show I, I, will develop the best discussion mm-hmm. on this podcast. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> the uh the show in question is Recreators, which is a I want to say it's anime original, um, uh, anime on anime strike. It's a lot of animes in one sentence. Um, it is actually a manga. Oh, is it a manga? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, it is one of the most interesting anime this season from a story perspective, in my opinion, um, due to it being a story about characters in manga and anime and light novels and all different sorts of uh, creative storytelling media that are brought into um, our world, the real world, um, the world that they call the land of the gods or whatever. Um, or whatever. <laughs> and how and how that uh, that affects them and like the the play between creator and created um and stuff like that, you know, can someone or something be changed in a world that's already been created for these people? Can they even get back into their world? Um, there's a lot at stake. Uh, and it uh, it really kind of blew me away with, uh, you know, how violent it got at times. Uh, and just, you know, what the stakes seem to be for what a show I thought was just going to be kind of a a fun funny show uh yeah for sure this this one i mean it starts out like you get a regular boy character thanks anime i'm gonna keep saying that for the rest of my life now uh (laughs) sota and out of one of his uh or no out of his tablet comes a comes a girl straight from the anime uh celestia yep uh and she finds out that she was created um and in the process uh, of this happening uh, a girl that they call they keep calling her the unit the the uniform uh, yeah, military, military uniform, uniform girl military uniform yeah. girl yeah well you should also you should say that she came out then they went back no he went in yeah he, he went, went in the she came out and then yeah it, it's it's a whole thing essentially she she comes into the real world though through his yes. through, his, through tablet. his tablet um and they find out that the, their gods are, well, working class Japanese people who made them, <laughs> uh, and and they're it, they, um, uh, there's a, a few of them. You get Meteora, who's like a librarian in her world, another fantasy world, uh, but she's from a video game. Uh, you get Mamika, who is a magical girl who can't Madoka. fathom why all this fighting's happening and can't yeah. fathom the fact that her attacks in this world cause do damage, ma- yeah, massive yeah. harm. Um, you get, you get villain characters so far. We've got Nuya, who's the, um, the rival of another character in an anime or a game. So it's a lot of characters, uh, which I think I know where, where JD was going with the, the character fatigue, uh, in this show, if correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and and I I I agree. Uh, I it, disagree it, with it's that. It's quite a few characters, and if it's just going to be twelve episodes, oh no, it's going to be twenty two. Eh, maybe it will be good. Uh, what I do, what I will say about this show that I love about this show, 
is is the concept. Um, yep. It's it's not so much what it is. It's it's the idea of what would my character think of me as a person, which is an interesting thought uh, because a lot of times maybe I'm. I'm completely wrong about this. Authors in the audience, please let me know. I, you don't really think about that, or at least I haven't in creative writing assignments I've had to do. Like, what would what would this character think of me as a person? Yeah, Which, if I could talk to this character that I've created, yeah, what would they say to me, knowing would, that I have made this world that they live in, yeah, this potentially messed up and brutal world that they are living in? Like Celestia, when she meets hers, her creator. Uh, they have this interesting, like they they comment on it like a father daughter relationship, yeah. uh, where they're they're arguing constantly. Um, and I like the line that Meteora says right there in that scene that it's fascinating that uh, she's able to have that detailed of an argument against him, mm-hmm. and that just shows that he was that good of a writer and creating her as a character. Right, right. And this this could be I, I don't know what the mangaka for this this series look looks like. That could be him writing himself into the series. Maybe, potentially. Which which authors are authors and 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 creators are are often guilty of. So that's not really that big of a deal. But still, it it is a really really interesting concept and something that you don't often think about. So I like that about it, but I will I will admit that a lot of what's going on now, I kind of want it to keep moving forward because you were getting you get little subtle hints of what the, the military uniform girl is doing, um, but not much more. Nothing seems to really be moving forward. I think they're, they're, right now, they're testing the waters to see if, um, if, uh, um, the, if the creator changes something about the character that multiple people see as as truth will it change the character as a whole Mm -hmm. um which is interesting an interesting way to look at things so far i'm really enjoying the series but i i am hoping that we get like the story moves forward faster but to be fair i like i thought it was 12 episodes looking at my anime list right now apparently it's 22 so i'm really stoked to hear that or read yeah, that, I, I suppose. I don't, I don't have the uh, the pace issues that you guys seem to have with it. I think that the the uh, exposition and the the last episode was necessary and interesting to me. Um, I really enjoyed that episode. Um, but which one was the I last one that you're talking about? Uh, the last one that I saw was the one where they were testing things out. So you haven't seen episode oh, okay. four? Yeah, yeah. no, I. Uh, yeah, that that was, no, was four. three. It was four. Uh, they they continue to test stuff out in four. They do the same thing. They I do the I've... same thing in four, uh, but you get Meteora coming back. Uh, she played the game that she's in, and then she goes into a ten yeah. minute mm. dialogue on her creator, which I thought was well, great because it was it was it was interesting to me because it was like she played through this world, like she lived through it. But then she played through it and she thought, well, this is great. And it's clear that my creator loved what he did because, uh, spoilers, her creator is well, dead. Well, it's first four episodes. So she didn't I don't get to think it's, it's spoiler territory if it's 22 episodes. Um, no. So this is, this is where I'm going to jump in, guys. Because a lot of people okay. do enjoy the show. I'm not 
saying that I, I found the first two episodes incredibly interesting, very enjoyable. I love the action. I love the premise. The concept's great. Everything you guys said at the, at the beginning, I totally agree with. Then episode three happened and four. And this is where it's now losing me so hard because it went from surprise of the season and now it's going to basically I want to drop it. And here's why. We get to episode three and they begin in a cafe with the character they meet at the end of episode two. Uh, Mm -hmm. They go into they start spouting exposition and it's just the characters eating in the cafe and they're talking about the rules of the world. Have you tried this? Uh, this is where I come from. Who are you? They do the, the they do their spiel. Hmm. Okay, fine. Then they cut to the apartment, and now they're testing out what they can do. They're like, "Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do, let's do this." Uh, you get another new character, which is the artist girl from the anime that Celestia is in. Uh, yeah. More exposition of just now in the apartment, and of course they eat more food. <laughs> it's. In that episode, it was two scenes of just exposition being spouted. It took away all of the mystery of the world. It took away all of the rules that you as the viewer could be having and everything that that could be set up for the future and making it interesting, action-oriented, action scenes, uh, 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 character reveals. um, It's all taken away immediately with that exposition. I'm not saying what they're talking about isn't important. It is important. I'm not denying that. How they're doing it is incredibly dull, where it's just one scene and it's the same spouting of the exposition over and over again. And we saw the same thing in episode four with more eating, where it was let's throw a party. And yes, they have a couple good quirks of 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 celestia and the art and and the creator you know spouting yeah okay you get to see that aspect of it but things like meteora spouting 10 minutes of exposition of this is i played the game and i could see the creator made it with love fine but instead of having 10 minutes of her lips flapping and the voice actor working her ass off why not show the game why not show still still images of why their world is is terrible you know, anything. Mona Gatari is a great example of exposition being portrayed in an interesting way, keeping the viewer engaged, keeping keeping you interested in that dialogue. Well, I think Recreators is doing a horrible job of it. It's so boring. Uh-huh. See, I, I, I disagree. <laughs> I think so I, I think yeah, I, I think uh, <laughs> Saga Rider Reset is way no, no, more Saga boring. Saga Rider Reset is is the, the definition of exposition and the plot being just dull as all that can be. Recreators has everything going for it, but the last two episodes are, are doing they're doing nothing. Carlos, you, you mentioned earlier that you want the plot to progress. You want you want these these little hints of of mystery to move forward, but all we're getting is all of the mysteries and rules of the world being told at us immediately with with it's not letting the viewer think for itself. It's treating us like small children. And I get that that's kind of the medium that anime pretty much is, is adolescence and small children. But there's there, there has to be something there to keep me engaged. There has to be something there for me to go, gee, I wonder what's going to happen later. Instead of just saying, this this is it. This is, this is what you're going to deal with right now. Mm-hmm. 
But there's still quite a bit of mystery. The only the only mystery <laughs> like, we're you getting know is the end of episode three and four of the last thirty seconds, which is the only interesting part of those episodes. Well, like I okay. <laughs> Again, there's still quite a bit of mystery. The mystery being, why are they there? We still don't know that. We still don't know who the other people are. We still don't know who the the uniform uh, the uniform girl is. There's still a lot of mystery, man. A lot. Now, I agree. Yeah, maybe the dialogue was a little heavy, but I I enjoyed the character interactions. At least the characters were interacting in a meaningful meaningful way. The the thing I think they're trying to do by getting all this exposition out of the way is going, well, hopefully, I really hope I'm right about this. I could be wrong. It, it could just turn into nothing but an exposition spray. That's a major um, worry I'm having because now we've had two episodes out of four of that. But if you drop it, you won't know. Uh, and mm-hmm. we have 22 episodes, so we got quite a while to go. Uh, uh, what I'm hoping is that when they get all of this out of the way, that, again, quite a bit of mystery and quite a bit of combat left to go because it's very clear that the, the uniform girl is trying to pit a set number of of uh, these people from the other worlds uh, against uh, the group that's uh, that's led by Celestia and um, yeah she wants she wants to essentially break the laws of physics in the real world with them just cause basically causing an uproar yeah. And that's and I think that's what we're building towards with all this. So we know, uh, you know, how what do you call it? How they could possibly change themselves because they have to like they're this is such a like a unprecedented thing for these characters, not not only for the the, the characters from the, the different world, but for the, the creators themselves. Because they know that they made these things, so can what can they do with it? So eh, I agree, it does get a little a little wordy. Uh, but I enjoyed the character interactions, and I think they're really building towards some more of those fights. I mean, we're we're getting ready. We have to be on the verge. Uh, after uh, what's her name? Uh, Alla, Alice, Alice, the, the, she Alice. Alice. Uh, uh, I think that's what. Yeah, what Alice Storia. Well, Mamika calls her Alice. Alice. Uh, Alice is very clearly going to to you know whoop that ass because uniform girl said, "Hey, they're bad." Uh, I forget how she words mm-hmm. it. So. There's going to be a no, fight. And, and those were and the best parts I, of those episodes was that last cliffhanger. Well, they're <laughs> coming. And, and we're and we're getting, well, hopefully, we're, and we're getting a, a mech pilot, which I'm actually kind of stoked for because, I, you know, you know me, I'm not terribly into mech, but like I'm the the, the guy, it's a, it's a male character. He's clearly very young. I want to see if they make him angsty because that <laughs> okay, would really, that, that, that would that kill would me. That would make, yeah. Yeah. So like maybe like his writers just like super lazy and through just tropes at at his anime. So I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, and I, I do agree to an extent, but I don't think you should drop it now. If, if it continues if in this, in this episode, exposition way of just spouting it with nothing keeping me, the viewer engaged, why should I then care about what they're talking about? Man, I mean, you, you don't want to you drop don't, it, then drop it. Yeah, if you want to drop it, then drop it. I can't. I can't. If, if what I just said didn't convince you that it's not going what to work, I'm saying, and I can't what, what, no, 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 convince no, 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 you no, any no, other way I'm, because I don't have the story in front of me, so I can't tell you whether or not it's going to be an exposition spree or whether or not it's what, going to what, jump what into I'm action. What I'm going again. for is so. Why are they presenting it this way? Why not do something more than just the uh, apartment? I'm not the director. Well, <laughs> Come on, I'm trying. I'm trying to have a discussion here. Why? Why is? Why is it? Why is this okay? 
And I, I told you why I thought. I, I told you I thought they were building towards something. But I'm talking about the scenes themselves. If that, if that answer is I'm not talking about acceptable. the scenes in the presentation themselves. Maybe I'm not getting through to you guys. <laughs> well, maybe we're not uh, getting through to I you. Think the, I think the way that they do it's fine. I have had zero problems with the show and the way it's handled. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do think the way that Monogatari handles uh, exposition is the best way to handle it, and they are the champions in that regard. But the way that Recreators handles their exposition has been not detrimental to my enjoyment in the show in the least. So I don't know what else to say about that. All right. Yeah, barring having the storyboard in front of me, man, I can't. I can't tell you why that's happening. I can just tell you that what I what I think is happening, and what I think is happening is they're building I, up to I, something. I, I agree I in the, I agree in the fact, you. Carlos, that. I like what they're building towards. I just don't like how they're how they're doing it. Without knowing without knowing anything about the show other than what you guys have told me, I think what JD is saying is he's concerned that with what mystery is there, it's going to continue to be handled in this way because if they're showing that they can handle yeah, no, something with that. 20 <laughs> minutes of exposition, then what's to say they're not just going to continue to handle those types of of plot points with the same yeah i'm i'm understanding that what i'm saying is for you to drop it just based on that worry i'm not saying i'm, I'm, I'm saying silly I'm to me but if, if you don't keep want doing it which will cause me to drop it well you said you on it you did say i'm considering dropping i am it, considering so. it i'm not saying i am but the consider the problem is the considerations there which which based on the first two episodes i was pumped for everything that's to come and for, for me to, to yeah. turn totally 180 like that is a major concern. Yeah. I think it's just different tastes, man. Yeah, that's, that's definitely you. you, man. I mean, I'm sure there are other people who agree with you. And please let us know on our multiple internets that will let you know in a second. But I would, uh, I would love to know what other people all, think. All about I've heard is good stuff. All I've heard is all I've heard is good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard yeah, I, your complaints. I, I'm, I like how we're keeping track in our doc of all the shows people are watching. So I'm curious now at the end of this season, if there's going to be a show that all four of us have watched, because I don't think that's ever happened. No. Um, and right now we've got, uh, I think four shows that three of us are watching. Um, Tsukiga Kire from the previous podcast is one. And mm-hmm. then from this podcast, we have Aramanga Sensei. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Sword Oratoria and Recreators. Um, so we've got four shows that three of us are watching. What do you guys think is the most likely show that all four of us will be watching at the end of the season? Suki Gakide. Well, yeah, I know I'll, I'll be watching that one for sure. Uh, Depends what Jeff wants to watch. Is it wrong to think of girls <laughs> in the dungeon? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> did you watch um, the first season of Is It Wrong to or Don Machi? Yes, Jeff? I did. I did, and I loved it actually. So that that's definitely one I'll consider picking up. Um, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do the anime strike thing, then I mean, why not? Yeah, well, I don't know. I live in Canada, so it's not even an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amazon, oh, I might, please, seriously, I might be uh, using legit sites for that. So legit sites, <laughs> legit indeed, sites. Indeed. You can't see the the fingers that we're using, but we're using fingers. <laughs> Recreators Quotation. sounds like it might be worth a try. I definitely am, am interested in, in the 
in the idea of that story. No, the so. idea the idea is great. It, I I've been calling it reverse rezero. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I don't think it's nearly as dark as that. <laughs> well, the thing is, it certainly could be. <laughs> I oh, With the it whole definitely can be. Over and the it, magical girl scene, I was like, wow, that is yeah. awesome. Please it's more. It's aiming towards it. And I'm I'm hoping. Sure. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping it it crosses that. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I could be again. I could be completely wrong. They could be like blowing smoke up my ass for twenty two episodes, which will disappoint <laughs> me. But I'm hoping that they don't. Well, as long as it looks good, the show does, does look, look good. good the show does look good. It's it's, it's done. Yeah. It's done quite well. Those those action scenes that we have had so far were were mm-hmm. amazing. Really, really good. Yeah. Well, we are um, definitely yes. uh, interested in getting your opinion. So <laughs> yes, yes. Um, definitely. Uh, Feel free, uh, if you have an opinion about any of the shows we've talked about in this podcast or the last, to um, send it in um, to one of our... We did have a couple a couple people kind of send us some stuff that they oh. were watching this season. Cool. Um, I was watching uh, Rage of Bahamut Virgin Souls, which I hear is very good. Uh, I just haven't finished the first season, so I can't watch that one yet. I know B-Tag is uh, loving that one as well. Cool. Um, the Eccentric Family 2, that one's very popular. Um, Cubase really into that one. I know a yep. bunch of people are, but I know that he was yeah. he was really looking forward to that one uh, for this season. I um, was also watching Sukasuka or World End, uh, which is one of mine <sighs> that I talked about last episode. Uh, Soccer Request, Recreators, and Sukigakure, which is awesome. More people need to watch that one. Um, let me see. Nobody's Did watching you, my shows. No <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching your oh, show. That's so sad. Did we get um, did we get Full Metal? He might yeah. be. Full Metal, let us know. Meowth is watching Attack on Titan 2, Berserk. Hey, there's one. 2017, <laughs> My Hero. Yeah, My Hero yeah, Academia yeah. 2. Kado, uh, <laughs> The Right Answer, and The Royal Tutor, um, as well as Rene uh, 3, Yomushi Pedal, Monster Hunter Stories Ride On, and then a whole slew of shorts. No one is watching Love Rice. <laughs> No, yeah, love <laughs> rice. Yeah, you sound so offended oh, by that. Um, I should also say, Vtag is watching um, the King's Avatar, which I do want to check out. Him and Hina are watching that, which is a the other Chinese show from this season. Oh, uh, the esports one, exclusively on YouTube. Yes, the esports one mm. that apparently has a McDonald's sponsorship or something like that. <laughs> McDonald's oh, is man. everywhere in that one. Um, but, well, yeah. since yeah, some, since some Meowth seems to be watching all the shows I'm watching, has seems to have a similar taste. Hit me up. I would like to hear what what you think of Recreators. <laughs> I don't think she's didn't, watching. Isn't that what she uh, said? No, oh. no, no, no. Berserk, Berserk. Dang, that she's watching. Well, never mind. And uh, My and Hero Academia. And My Hero Academia. Yeah. No recreators though. That's that's uh, IU. Uh, re- that's oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I've I've spoken to IU already over it. Yeah, yeah. IU had very similar opinions yeah. as you guys. Yay! Uh, Yay! I knew I liked you for real. That makes us right. That makes us right. Um, okay, uh, that's gonna wrap it up, guys. Yeah, uh, awesome. This is our second and final impressions Whew. episode. Um, We're gonna have to I start splitting going... these up more. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This one's almost an hour forty-five now. Um, I'm not going to cut us off like I did last time, and I will give the uh, the information here. <laughs> you can you can uh, find us on Twitter at anime underscore arcade on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. You can email us at mail.animearcade at gmail.com. We are on Instagram sporadically at the underscore anime 
underscore arcade. Um, please join our Discord. We'd love to have you. Uh, we're almost up to 40 people, I think. Woo! Um, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, you can find all of our other stuff. Uh, JD just put up a review on our site for Canon sure 2006. Did. You can go check that out um, at animearcade.net as well as all of our other awesome stuff, like our cutest character poll, which will Coming be going soon. up probably in a couple weeks. Oh, um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it some time to kind of uh, let people get in there and vote. Yeah. Go, go vote. Um, and uh, if you do get into our discord, there is a pinned link at the top for that character poll. So please go vote. We'd love to know who you think the cutest characters are, whether that's well, a guy I or mean, a girl. it would also have sexist. to take someone to input guys into the list. You can, you can put in the other. There's only one I, I option will, for next, other though. <laughs> Next time, yeah. next time we'll we'll get together, JD, and and I can uh, I can uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, go with you and pick out this right. guy. <laughs> a few. We'll 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 grab we'll grab a few from the list. I'm sure we can find some. I some mean, dudes. I, I don't think there's, there's any contest for cutest guy this season. Oh my! Well, I mean, between Griffin Griffith and Beast Titan, it's it's tough. <laughs> you know what i forgot about beast titan again yeah jesus and i it's just not very memorable i would beast actually titan. put in like uh since you know we don't have any if anyone's curious the the, the friend like the, he's annoying but the friend from sukiga kide uh what's his, is his name yeah. roman oh the the like pink haired and purple hair yeah yeah yeah, yeah. who has a thing for the teacher? Yeah. I think the teacher has a thing for him too. Yeah, yes. yeah, she does. Yes. <laughs> have, have you guys been watching the little shorts? After yeah, afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hey, last I don't one blame her. Good. Yeah, I don't either. He's a he's a cute little dude. Okay, that's <laughs> it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> See you guys later. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Later. Peace.